Hello, Peter. <laughs> Hello, Eli. How are you? I'm good. How are you? It's a rainy day here in Los Angeles. Oh, wow. Rare. Very rare. I, I can't uh, tell by the, the sunshine coming through your window. It's very nice. I love waking up to the sound of some rain right outside your window. Yeah. Ooh, nothing, Is it nothing good cathartic rain? Yes. All the above. It's like... Is it like Dito rain? Yeah. Like that song? Yeah. Rain from outside my window. Stand, How's it going? Yeah. Uh, my tea's gone cold. I'm wondering why. Morning rain clouds up my window, and I can't something up. There's this radio station in LA called in Orange County called 947 The Wave. I'm not sure if you remember. East Coast kids, so I have no idea. For me, it was they, they, Z100, New and York. they would play Dido. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, there, there's, like, every region has, like, the two or three that everyone kind of puts on. Z100 right. would play, yeah. Along with... I never knew, I never knew that everything was falling through. You remember that? I don't know. I don't what? Know everyone knows I made over my head. You don't, you don't know that song? I... I can't, I kind of, maybe. The fray, bro. That was like. Oh, well, I know the fray. I know the, where did I go? Yeah, that was the other one. I lost the friend. But I know they have two songs and I definitely know both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first one was Cable Cars. That one was. uh, Okay. Yeah. yeah, I forget. I forget that that one. Yeah. That one. I know both of those. Yeah. Yeah. And and the same era. Now you got me on a roll. This is carpool karaoke like (laughs) vibes now. Yeah. What's that Snow Patrol song? Oh, uh, car, fast cars. Was it? No, no. Waste time chasing cars. Chasing cars. If I lay here, (laughs) if I just lay. So I'm actually going to karaoke later tonight. Ah, dude, I missed doing karaoke with you, man. You're so good. This is telling something about myself and that I, I've said this before. I enjoy listening to this podcast <laughs> of course i do because i made it how i want it it's yeah, my yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. it's obviously the best podcast because it's mine yeah and it's to my liking yeah so obviously i like subjectively it, but... it is by far the best podcast yes subjectively, subjectively. <laughs> uh, this is a side point i want to yeah. make about that okay you know when people say this is objectively the best movie the, this is objective whatever i disagree with that like pe- people say it yeah. in a, as a way of like saying literally, this is literally, it's like yeah, when yeah, they say yeah, this yeah. objectively, this. Yeah. I push back against the notion that anything is objectively an opinion, right? Yeah. There are no objective opinions. They're all, anyway, side point. Yeah. <laughs> Karaoke in, L- in LA. Yeah. I, as, if you couldn't tell, if you couldn't have put the, the dots together, I love karaoke. And I'm the kind of person that if you don't pull the mic away from me, I will keep singing the whole night. I'll, yeah. I will sing every single song. I love karaoke. Yeah, me too. And yeah, we haven't done karaoke together in a really long time. And, and a minute, I've, I feel like we've done it. I mean, we did it for your birthday. That that post, the pre-COVID yeah, birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right before COVID. But I feel Days like before. we did it once since then. No? Yeah, you may have come back yeah. for some occasion. And it yeah, that sounds familiar. Though. Right. I did it more recently here. I went with a crew that was all down. And uh-huh. I loved it, but then I realized like I only got like one eighth share of the mic because everyone was like extra yeah. weird about it. That's, and I realized that's, that's that tough. was uh that was also because I hate it when 
everyone's just like kind of like shy, like clapping at me, just me and you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I went with uh, some uh, some Asians, and uh, they were not they were not shy yeah. about it. Yeah, I don't understand the need for that. The need for what? People who are like they clearly want to sing, but they're like, yeah. oh, I don't know, I I don't. I, I don't know. I, I, I never got it growing up, man. I mean, yeah. I think it's just like less of a thing in America and it's for sure. Yeah. You know, like it's such a thing in like Asian culture. Oh yeah. I remember, uh, in Vietnam, I remember yeah. like you would just look inside, like you'd walk by someone's apartment and you see people inside by themselves with the karaoke machine. Yeah, singing. That's that's, I love true. that. Yeah. I think it's so cool. Yeah. Why can't we have fun by ourselves and sing? Of yeah. course we can. Speaking of things to sing praise about. Season three, episode 14 and 15. We got a special for you. What's it called again? Uh, uh, boiling Double rock. Trouble. What? No, no. <laughs> like the term for. <laughs> double. <laughs> double Trouble. But there's another there's another term for like. Yeah. A two and one. A twofer. A double bogey. A twofer. We got a twofer for you. Okay. <laughs> double Trouble. Part one and part two of the Boiling Rock. Yeah. This is Avatar the First Viewing, and this is the theme song. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Avatar the First Viewing. This is the podcast where your first time watcher of the show, Avatar the Last Airbender, goes through and watches the entire series from start to finish alongside an Avatar expert. I'm your Avatar expert, Eli. I'm your Avatar newbie. My name is Peter. Welcome back to the show. And as I prefaced, today we are going to be talking about Season 3, Episode 14 and 15, The Boiling Rock. And what are your overall thoughts, Peter? <laughs> uh, overall thoughts of the double episode. Yeah, you're right, man. I, I I forget when you said this. Maybe it was like four episodes ago. You were like, yeah. here on out. It's just all, it's all bangers, good episodes. baby. Yeah. Line them up put them down. I don't know what that phrase is. Yeah, man. I mean, like even like last episode I said, like, wasn't like the most mind blowing one. It was still really good. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. This one, like the rolling average of just dankness and quality, like I'm getting spoiled. Like I can tell that my mm -hmm. bar, my understanding of average is subconsciously raising just because like every episode is getting so much better. It's so much fun, but yeah, but like, just like animation, fight choreography, mm -hmm. uh, the density of just like, quality of cinema of, of writing of acting of plot mm. it's just getting better and better and i really like it it was good prison uh trope yeah i think it's hard to do as a kid they've done a lot of like paying homages to like classic tropes in the show but oftentimes it's kind of like a nod to it this one was like yeah. a full-on like involved yes. one and uh they pulled it off it was very respectful like i very respected it, it very original very believable, woven well with the rest of the universe and the rest of the plot. It wasn't like just a side quest mission thing. I thought it was. I thought it was very well done. This is just a crowd pleaser. These two episodes yeah. are just a lot of fun. Yeah, a prison break is the phrase that I was think thinking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pr prison breaking is always just a fun for a show like this. Yeah, it's a fun sort of subplot thing for the characters to do. And I like how it was unexpectedly Suki there yeah. uh, in the prison. Uh, they also had eventually uh, Sokka's dad came. Yep. But I love this one. And a fun little piece of Eli trivia. This mm. one, part two of the Boiling Rock, mm. the fight scene, was one of the first moments of the show that I saw. I went over to a friend's Ooh, house and really? they were watching this. And I was like, oh, oh that's a good this one. action is, that's a good this one is really good action. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. this is a lot of fun. 
And that's where I was. I was still at that point, like, no, I don't watch anime. But that was like th- seeing that. I was like, maybe I could be into this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's pretty cool. No, the um, those fight scenes stood out to me as well. Well, let's talk about it. Let's recap. We got a lot more to recap this time because we have two episodes. Yeah. But why don't you give us the newbie recap? Yep, yep. I'll try to recap. I could spend like five, ten minutes recap. Like it's so, yeah. There's a lot of good details. Okay, but um. Mm. I'll try to hit the major notes. Sokka wants to rescue his dad. And so he starts talking to Zuko. Zuko says he's probably in this prison called the Boiling Rock where they keep all the high level war prisoners, the really bad prisoners. Mm -hmm. It's a boiling lake in the middle of a inside of a volcano. Pretty original, Mm -hmm. pretty badass where the island is literally you can't escape because the water is so fucking hot and you die. Yeah, it's immediately gives an Alcatraz sort of vibe. Where it's like, yeah, you can't you can't leave because it's too dangerous to leave. It's original yeah. and it's very it fits super well with the, with Fire, the Nation. Fire Nation, you know. Yeah. So Zuko actually ends up going with Sokka to try and rescue Sokka's dad, who they hope is there. They get there in the war balloon that Zuko came in, infiltrate, wear prisoner garbs, and basically try to escape using this ice box where they put fire prisoners in solitary. Now, mm-hmm. Sokka's dad actually isn't there, uh, at yeah. least initially, but it turns out that Suki is there. So Zuko, Suki, Sokka, and this uh, random... <laughs> this you know, guy they meet Yeah, there. this guy that like overhears them, the random yeah. like burly guy, firebender. Uh, what's his name? Chin Sang? His name is uh, uh, Chit Sang. Chit Sang, Chit Sang. Yeah. Kind of like Oafish. He seems like mm-hmm. true neutral. He's not yeah. smart, st- stupid. Like, like he's strong, yeah. but like, you know, you can't really tell which way he's kind of mm. going to go. But they're about to escape on the boiling water by going in this insulated like tube, using mm-hmm. that as a boat because it theoretically keeps heat out because it's in an ice chamber. But Sokka decides to stick around and wait until the next kind of load of prisoners comes because he overhears some guards saying that some war prisoners might be included. So Chit Sang tries to escape in the boat anyway, but then gets caught. And then he gets caught and gets interrogated by the warden. The warden also is May's uncle. And yep. he's like this like very dislikable warden type, like pretty classic mm-hmm. uh, Napoleon yep. complex. Looks like Danny Trejo to me for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, you know, a little little shit and like power tripping. Oh, and he interrogates Chit Sang into telling them that there's like a a guard in disguise. Sokka's dad does arrive in the next shipment and they mm-hmm. escape by creating a prison riot mm-hmm. and taking the warden captive because there's one way on or off, which is through the these cable cars, which Yep. <laughs> everyone knows. <laughs> Uh, what? It's, it's called Cable Cars, that song. Uh, is that, that's another yeah. song? Yeah. I don't know that song. <laughs> Wait, no. that's so funny that that related. Uh, they call them yeah. gondolas. Uh, so they take the warden the, prisoner because the warden... Wait, what do you mean they call them gondolas? I think they call the cable cars gondolas in the show. Oh, I, th- I thought you meant like you were saying... The English language, they call them gone. <laughs> no, 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 no. In the show, I think they call the cable car. They look like ski I'm sure they lifts, do. You know? Yeah. They, yes. Uh, yeah. So they, they get on that with the warden as hostage because the warden 
would hundred percent would have cut the cable cars and let them die, which he mm-hmm. actually tries to do with him on the cable car anyway, because he's, yeah. his, it's his pride uh, that no one escapes his honor rather. And then actually Azula may and Ty, Ty Lee are Ty Lee. Ty Lee are there. And may who was shitting on Zuko, who was held captive uh, I'm like skipping some details, but whatever. No, it's, it's all right. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. She was like yelling at Zuko because he did a text message breakup <laughs> and he locks her in when he's trying to escape and then she actually gets free, but then helps them escape. So they are able to escape partially because May is like stopping the guards from like cutting the wire, the cable car yeah. wire. They do escape and they take Azula's war balloon back to the Western Air Temple where the Angang, Katara's dad, Chitsang, and uh, you know they all they all reunite. So they do yeah. get home safe. One significant part: Azula is like, "You bitch, why did you betray me, May?" Mm-hmm. And May is like, "You miscalculated. I f- love Zuko more than I fear you." And then she's like, mm-hmm. "Well, you should have feared me more." She gets like really upset. Yeah, she's about to. Yeah. She's gearing up to like smite her right in the heart. It yeah. seems, and then Ty Lee whips out her like dim mock finger pressure point things, and like she is chi blocking. Yeah, chi yeah. blocks her, so she kind of like slumps over. Essentially, like she also betrays Azula, and Azula says like lock them away and let them rot. So yeah, I think those are the major points. There, there's like middle areas that make it more interesting that I skipped over. But <laughs> if you miss. If you haven't watched these episodes, obviously, why are you listening to this podcast without watching it? <laughs> but if you haven't seen it in a while, I would say this is a good one to rewatch. Oh, yeah. It's just fun. T- just a fun one. Crowd pleaser, yeah. as we said. Curious about any predictions based off of this. I want to know about your predictions for May and Tylee. Yeah. If anything has changed for Azula, Chitsang, what's to come with Sokka's dad. Tell me about it. Okay. Um, let's start with Chitsang because I feel like he's the least like yeah consequential for whatever reason like they, you didn't i don't know like you don't you didn't really need him to come with like he could have no, 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 no. been written out you know like yeah he he really feels kind of like all the other characters that are at their camp yeah it's like their their collection of D pets yeah of like oh yeah that we have another guy because yeah he ended the story with us but. yeah 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 <laughs> It, there's it, no more depth to that character. Exactly. Like there's, yeah. he, he really shouldn't plot wise. He shouldn't feel heavier than the boulder or like the yeah. Duke or anything like that. But for some reason, like, I don't know the, the way that they're kind of treating him and like giving him all these like lines and the way that they animate him, yeah. like his voice is like a little bit more like unique. The way that he talks isn't just a bit. So like, yeah, I don't know. It, it, he, at the same time, he is kind of a joke character. Yeah. Cause when he when he's like, let me show you how to start a riot, and the way that it happened was very joke character way of yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. riot. Yeah, and he says he's like, like overhead lifting a random guy. He's like riot, riot, and then everyone immediately yeah, starts rioting. <laughs> yeah, it was, that was pretty good. So he he comes across as joke character. Yeah, right. So I don't know. I feel like it's a little weird to like put him like give him that much weight <laughs> and take that weight off if you're just not going to do anything with him but yeah i think that's what they're going to do i think he's going to be okay. i think he's just going to be a random like side character like he's going to be in the band of people he's that gonna fight along i i think he's gonna i think he is going to fight on the end gang side in the yeah okay battles to come okay 
because th- th- then that'll cl- complete their collection of yeah. different benders fighting for them. Yeah. They also have a firebender fighting. With yeah. Them. yeah. But I just want to say, like, I'll let it pass. But like, it is a little bit convenient <laughs> or like it is just like, huh? Like what? we don't even know what his <laughs> crime is. Like maybe he exactly yeah. is a cannibal murderer. Like, I, I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, they just don't touch on it, I guess. OK, so that's mm-hmm. shit saying. Uh, Sokka's dad. Um, I mean, what's there to predict? He's gonna fight in the war. He's with just them. gonna yeah help them help them plan yeah, that kind of thing. And like okay, be plus five points confidence and security okay. boost to the waterbenders. All right, Suki. Yo, Suki was super cool in this episode. But uh, is this the first time we saw her without uh, her makeup on? We saw her once in season two uh, okay, without okay. makeup on, and she's yeah. like, "You don't recognize me? I'm yeah, Suki." Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. When they're at the, they're trying to get into Boston. Yeah, she was, uh, she was, she was uh, a bit of a cutie. <laughs> they, they definitely did they do that more them. for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they animated them more up, up leveled. And she has her cool moment yeah. where it's like, oh, she can basically defy gravity. Yeah, climbing up, yeah, taking yeah, out a bunch yeah. of guards. It's she like, oh, very, she's capable. She's very capable. Yeah, she was yeah. very capable. I mean, no, no real big, I don't know. No, like she's going to fight with them. Like, (laughs) okay. Nothing more with, with Sokka, anything like that. Um, they had their moment in the serpent's pass, if you remember, and he kind of rebuffs her for a bit, but then kind of gets over it. I think that they're going to smooch. I think they're going to more because they did in this episode as well, but they're going to smooch again. They, they didn't smooch. He was about, he tried. I thought they did. I thought they just embraced. He leaned in for a smooch with a helmet. Oh, they did. I thought smooch, they smooched in the jail cell. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're okay. So they'll smooch again. So I think they're going to smooch again. And I think Toph is going to. Oh, I think Toph is going to get real mad. I think okay. Toph is going to get real grumbly again. Okay. Okay. We'll see more. We'll see a little bit more of that. Yeah. And then May and Tylee. Yeah, this one's hard, right? Um, because yeah. I, I actually. So, like, I think that May and Tylee's allegiances were like purely towards like friendship and like just supporting their mm-hmm. girl boss generalissimo like vibe of Azula but they're they're that they're not trying to like hurt each other or like mm-hmm. anything like that which is why like Tylee was like what the hell like I'm not gonna let you kill May like relax yeah I think they are gonna be stuck in prison for a while maybe at the boiling rock because Azula probably is extra hurt which manifests mm-hmm. as extra rage which manifests as like the worst punishment yeah okay but i think like i could kind of see them acting as a reason that i would believe that azula can peacefully coexist in a world where the fire nation is not imperialistic and peacefully ruled mm-hmm. over by zuko if it mm-hmm. wasn't for those two i wouldn't believe that azula like you would even either have to have azula die have azula like locked up in chains or mm-hmm. like like i, I don't know Somehow yeah. incapacitated, but maybe those two are able to like soothe her and like make her a, I don't know, somehow accept this new era. Okay. But I think like ultimately they are going to be the ones that I think the Fire Lord is going to die by the end of the show. Mm. And then Zuko will step in. And in that world, I think, yeah, th- those two will have joined kind of that side, the Ang gang, they're not going to join the Ang gang, but like their kind of mission, they're going to be yeah. sympathized with that mission and the new era and like help rein in Zuko's era of the fire nation. Okay. All right. I like all this. 
I think that should be it for predictions, though. Should we talk about our favorite parts? Yep, yep. Favorite parts. The first one that comes to mind is the martial arts choreography in the second episode, the one you were talking about. May is throwing like these ninja star things at the Fire Nation guards. And the uh, martial arts choreography like just reminded me of like good Jackie Chan movies. And that's saying a lot. Yes. That's saying a lot, yes. right? Like uh, you can you can feel the depth, meaning like it wasn't Street Fighter. It was like Tekken. Like you can feel the three-dimensionality yeah. of the choreography. You can feel like the limbs hitting. A good sound design here too in that sense. You can see the fabric. Like it wasn't mm. – I don't know. It wasn't a throwaway. It was interesting. And th- there was yeah. weight and substance to these hits. The one part that felt like a callback to Kung Fu movies as well is when yeah. Suki is like running on top of their heads. That's like a, yeah, a Kung Fu it's movie. Yeah, that's a classic sort of thing. like uh, Hong Kong, like Kung Fu, like exactly. crouching tiger. Kind of goofy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just cool. We saw some of this when Azula was playing Keep Away during the fire eclipse when she was just like hopping around the walls and stuff. Yeah. But we saw that again uh, this episode with Azula, Tylee, and Suki. Suki, when she was like running through the riot and then up the tower mm-hmm. to like get Danny Trejo as hostage. <laughs> and then Tylee walking on the cable cars. The cable was such a like cool touch because it made perfect they sense earned too. it. Because they're like, oh, yeah. she, she works for like she's from the circus. Exactly. And then, yeah. Oh. Yeah, also Azula also, doing the jet uh, engine yeah. shit. Azula doing the fucking <laughs> Iron Man ass blue propeller shit. <laughs> this is the first time she does that, yeah. right? But the okay. thing is like it yeah. feels earned. Like it feels yeah. like I don't know, man. Like good on them. The fact that they could have whipped it out sooner but they didn't and they saved it till now. And yeah. like the little boy in me was like, "Wow." Like <laughs> the fact that like exactly. the cable car was getting away and the two instantly went into like attack mode and mm-hmm. Azula grabbed the handcuffs, cuff the cable and then like jet engine propel herself. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Come on. So cool. That's like the, the crowd pleaser aspect yeah. of this episode I'm talking about. Whatever, you watch that. Like I remember watching that for the first time, never seen this show. Yeah. And was like, whoa, okay. That yeah. this is fucking cool. I like that. Yeah. I thought that the fight sequence on top of the cable car wasn't as strong in my opinion, to be honest, but it was still good. But the part when, they firebend at Azula and she lands a plank. Yeah. I love that. I think that's Wait, so when, when's that? awesome. She like lands on her hands and she's doing a oh, plank. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I then she meant kicks. like a wooden plank. No, 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 yeah. no. She's, she's planking. To be clear for the viewers, she lands in a levitating push-up plank, meaning yeah, yeah. her feet are not on the ground. Exactly. She's in one, of, in one of those push-up positions where she's balancing and her hands are like backwards. Yeah. And then she, yeah, without touching the ground, crunches her knees to her chest and then like pushes out. Like, yeah, you're right. Like absolute yeah. kung fu, awesome shit. It was so cool. You're right. It was so badass. It was so badass. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it, was, it, was, it was, yeah, it was, it was cool. So I, I would say the action sequences was like one of my favorites. I'm gushing so hard, man. <laughs> this isn't like a favorite part, but I, I, I just want to make a nod again to just like, they just really did pull off the prison break trope. Yes. So many other tropes are more like, a, oh, they're doing a bit, but this yeah. was genuine. And for example, like most recently, I think Guardians of the Galaxy 2 did a prison break trope. And I was just like, yeah, yawn. It's just boring. You know, yeah, like, it's boring. So many pr- like Deadpool did a prison break trope. It was okay. Yeah. 
it seems sometimes too easy. It's like they yeah. put it on easy mode and that's and they they face almost no challenges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that they had an original plan. Yeah. Things didn't work and then they're still in the the prison and it I, it feels like an improvement over the first prison break yeah. episode that was in this in this uh series yeah. in season 1 yeah. where they they kind of easily get out when it's it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. they use the coal yeah, to attack yeah, 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 yeah. them and it's like that I remember criticizing that episode is like why would they put a bunch of coal on a prison full of earthbenders that can yeah. shoot that shit around, right? Yeah. I yeah, that that I think again, my bar has risen with the seasons. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking that it was cool that they like pole vaulted or like used bamboo ladders in that episode. That was a different one. That oh, was freaking Aang out of prison. Uh, That's when Zuko did that. Okay, okay. Which is, that that episode is cool in its own right. Again, yeah. feels kind of easy. Yeah. But I, I also wish that Usually these episodes are very short, 22 yeah. minutes. And it was this time we watched both episodes at once. Yeah. And I feel like you get a more fully realized story this way. Yeah. And like, I kind of was at the end of it, I was like, oh, that felt like a good chunk yeah. of content to watch. And I, yeah. I kind of, part of me was wishing, and this is what the live action show is going to do, is to just have longer episodes to let the plot yeah. of, each, of each episode breathe yeah. a little bit more. There's more stuff, I think. But again, this is why I think I like doing the two-parter separately just because we could gush about more details yeah i'm kind of forgetting some no i'm glad we did it together for this one though i i'll say one more thing and then i'll pass it over to you and see if i remember anything else i think the warden deserves uh Mm -hmm. like kind of a note as well i thought that for a character that you kind of know isn't going to play like a big part for the rest of the show Mm -hmm. kind of a but he really was like a supporting actor like a main supporting actor for, for this two bits like I think the fact that he was May's uncle was a really good tie-in. I thought mm-hmm. his character and voice acting and his animation, like they animated him like with a very distinct face. Like as far as wardens go, like Ben Kingsley and Shadow Island. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe not that good, but like the warden and uh, Shawshank Redemption is like really good in a like oh, yeah. unlikable way. You know, not to say that he was that good, but like he gave me that kind of directional vibe. And, and I liked being like, ugh, about him. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I really bought that, like, he... Because you see how, how Napoleon complex he is when, like, he throws himself on the ground to bow at uh, Azula when she comes. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I did also like the fact that he said, cut the wire, knowing that he was going to die. Yeah, yeah. Because it, that's it, so true to his, like, Fire Nation, like, honor. Exactly. I like when they they lean into these characters and make them have these big decisions so that yeah. they're not as quickly written off because we again we had a previous warden which was george takei to me it's just it's a little hard to take him as seriously you know (laughs) yeah yeah i mean that's partially because the internet i mean even without the internet memes like his voice is so distinct exactly oh my no one will escape this prison system and no one ever has escaped it (laughs) and it's a pretty good george takei George the kid. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> okay. Two things I want to call out. First one is that there's a very famous line in this episode. Mm. It's a very famous line. Yeah. And it's when they're riding to the boiling rock in the balloon and Sokka says, oh yeah, my girlfriend turned into the moon. And then there's like a little beat. Yeah, dude. That line he says, so that's good. rough, buddy. <laughs> that's rough, buddy. <laughs> that's that a very great. famous line from the series. What do you mean by famous? People like quoting that line. Because it's just, it's so, like, it's semi out of pocket funny. Yeah. I really like that line. Because Zuko was like being genuinely supportive. What up, Nick? Hey. Oh, I miss y'all. I miss Nikki. What's up? What's up, Nikki? I miss you. Not much. 
I miss you too. How are you? I'm good. I'm gonna be in uh, LA in February. Oh, nice for Eli's birthday. That's right. Yeah, I'm oh, yeah, flying. He was just saying I'm that. flying out for Eli's birthday just for that. Nice on the premiere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have to pick out an outfit for tonight. Yeah. What's tonight? All right. Good to see you. Good to see you, Nick. Uh, karaoke. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they're saying yeah, karaoke. Another thing I want to call out, Chitsang. Mm. I like Chitsang. Some people don't like Chitsang. I like Chitsang that he feels like so self-motivated, mm. kind of brazen in, in certain other ways, kind of dumb. But this is another instance. I mentioned this in the episode uh, Secret Tunnel, <laughs> where it feels like the creators of the show are aware of your opinion of the character mm. and they make them say a line that's like, that just feels appropriate. When he comes out of the ship at the end, he's like, oh, hey, hey, everyone, I'm new. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind that, of a self-aware That's what you're line. thinking at that yeah. moment. You're like, why did they bring this guy along? Yeah. And I feel like that line at the end, I can't remember exactly what it is, but it just acknowledges what the yeah. viewers are thinking. But, that, but, but this is what I mean. Like, I do like him more too, but like his mix of lack of detail and depth, but feeling three-dimensional is what's slightly yeah. confusing. Because... The Duke, for example, you know, is like a super little detailed, but like super two dimensional character. Yeah. I'm not left here like thinking like, oh, what is he going to do something significant? And that's why this little band of characters they have with them. It feels like that. It's like each of them. It's like, who are you? Like, what (laughs) are you doing here again? Right. Yeah. But I I think that's just the season three bars. The characters feel a little bit more whole. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a real person. A little bit. A little bit more. Yeah. I'd still have some critiques and shit saying. But I like that. That line he says, he says, I'm new. What's up, everybody? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, That's a good line. A good he's, line. he's acknowledging every, what everyone's saying. He also has this line I thought was so funny. When he, they, him and Zuko are starting their fight, he says, hey, you watch who you're shoving. And then Zuko pushes him. And he says, I think you mean whom I'm shoving. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that's a good bit. It's the good. grammar fans out there all applauded. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I'm a grammar fan. I'm, I love <laughs> grammar. You nerd. You nerd. Love grammar. You know what I just realized? What? He also just left his uh, girlfriend and like his buddy that he was trying That's to escape one of my critiques. To, yeah. to, to just like, which what happened to them? Maybe checks out, but like <laughs> with his. Uh, it also didn't need to. He could have just as easily been like, all right, they're coming. Like yeah. there's a riot. Let's grab them and go. Yeah. But that would have been like cumbersome for the writers later, I guess. Exactly. I, I Yeah. I would say I liked that the uh, Fire Nation Guard uniforms were different in the in the yeah in this prison. It's not that I liked these designs so much, but I did like that it was different. Mm-hmm. They weren't lazy about it. Yeah, and I also liked that like the prison guards all were like different voices. They weren't N- NPCs, you know. They were when Zuko was in the in the lunch cafeteria area. They were like cracking jokes and like having a chummy old time, like they really weren't like stormtrooper NPCs. It was like really exactly human. Exactly. And I actually, that reminds me of something that's two things is one is we've mentioned that before. Yeah. A lot of the very minor characters in season three have a lot more detail, a lot more humanity. And as we've talked about before, it's fleshing out the fire nation of more than just everyone's evil in the fire nation Two, the moment when, when Sokka comes into Suki's cell, I saw that as a callback to star Wars. When Luke goes mm. into Leia's cell, Leia mm. says, aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? Ah, and he takes off his helmet yeah, and says, no, it's me. Yeah, I'm here to rescue you. Just the framing all. of it yeah. felt very similar to me. And I think yeah, the yeah. way that they they talked was also pretty similar. But yeah, just thought I'd call that out. 
Yeah, good call out. Okay, I think I'm ready for uh, critiques now. Critiques, let's do it. Yep, yep. I got one. I got. I have two. All right, hit me. Okay. The way they got into the prison felt a little rushed. Yeah. A little, I, th- I think they could have been more. It's like they landed at the beach. Their plan to get in was like, it was very haphazard. And then they're outside of the wall of the prison. And then they're in cut to them in the prison in prison guard uniforms. Like yeah. that would also be a big challenge, but they just cut all that. Yeah. And I get, they just need to get to the good part. Yeah. I get that. But still, I felt like that was, I think that if you're going to cut anywhere, that's the right place to cut. But I agree. Yeah. I was like, nah. yeah. Breaking into prison is also very hard. Yeah. Then we have the other moment was Zuko getting himself exposed felt so I'm like, why the hell would they do this? Yeah. So what happens is Sokka goes in to Suki's cell. Uh, Zuko is outside. And then another Fire Nation guard comes in. It's like, hey, I need to get in that cell. And then instead of them just being like Sokka just walking out. Yeah. He like tries to fight this guard and like restrain her. Yeah. And then that's what gets Zuko caught. And I thought there was no reason for him to do that. Yeah. I thought they could have just walked in. I thought they gave it up like way too hard or way too easy rather. And like with this episode now being over, you know why it's like, all right, they need to have some sort of plot point for Zuko to get captured. Yeah. And I just thought the way that they went about that was pretty lazy. You're right. That was poor writing. I feel like he probably, I think they could have done it in a different way where he does it because of like his new, new purpose or something. Yeah. Cause Zuko's earnestness gets him into trouble all the time, mm-hmm. you know? And I think they could have used this moment to, to do that versus just like a kind of like a weird unnecessary slip. I, I also think someone could have just noticed him through like his, his helmet. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, you have a scar on your eye. Just like, Prince Zuko. Yeah. And he's like, ha ha. So, ha, ha. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a, there's a bunch of different ways to do it with the earnestness. Yeah. As well. That would also make sense. Yeah. But with the way they did it, I didn't like, uh, yeah, what are your critiques? First one is more like, let me ask this question first. Can Sokka's dad waterbend? No, no. Okay. Then never mind. I was going to say like, <laughs> if Katara was there, I feel like this would have been a yeah. different, situation because she can freeze even boiling water probably yeah she can and imagine like being able to bend like boiling water or like yeah. steam bend and when you're in that environment she, mm. she would have been very op mm. um okay i guess that's not really a critique other than maybe like they should have brought Katara. maybe I, I don't know the other thing is like why i can't maybe i'm just not remembering why was azula there yeah so that's a good point i was gonna I thought that towards the end of the episode, but I just figured that they were going to address that next episode. And actually, I thought uh, Zuko at the very end was going to – I thought that's what he was going to say. He's like, Azula's here. And then he goes, she must have gotten here some way. And like, oh, it's that war balloon. Let's take it. But I Mm -hmm. thought he was going to say like, she's here. That means XYZ must also be here. Right. Okay. It makes sense that May is there because he heard about Zuko, but like – why is Azula there? I don't know. Yeah. No critiques then? I guess not. All right. Let's go on to our freshman year bogus thesis. Yep, yep. Bogus thesis is that Azula is secretly lovers with the warden. 
And that's why she was there. I don't like that. That's she's so like bad. she's like 16. Oh, okay. Oops. She's like 16. Oops. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> or I think she's like 15. How old is she? Damn. Can we just please? She's 14. Can we make some animes about not underage people? She she is 14 during the events of the show. Okay. She doesn't look 14. I think she's kind of too smart to be 14. Yeah, I'd, I'd buy like 16, 17. <laughs> yeah. They're still dead. There's still a hallucination. <laughs> <laughs> My bogus thesis. All, All right. right. So, Chit Sang. <laughs> of course. So, he appears a little oafish and dumb on the exterior. Yes. But we know he's, we know he has a formal education. How do we know that? Whom? Because he corrected Zuko's grammar. He said, yes. whom? Yes. Let me get the exact line. We said it before, but I say it again. Whom you shove. Hey, you watch who you're shoving. And then he responded and said, I think you mean whom I'm shoving. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is I think that he's playing a character. I see. Maybe that could be the entire thesis is that he's putting on, in his survival mode, Chit Sang resorts to an oafish character, but is much smarter than he Yeah. Then he puts on. He's like a political criminal, not like a like a thug. <laughs> he's not at all a thug. Yeah. But he wants people to think that he's a thug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really quite a planner. Yes. And he's quite inquisitive. Yes. He looks around. He's, he finds out who the movers and shakers are. Yeah. And that's how he's twice able to figure out if there's an escape happening and when and getting in on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. He was quite clever. Like, he ratted out. Not Sokka, but like the guy that like wronged the the guard that like exactly. wronged him. Yeah, yeah. Because he did that to think ahead. Yeah, and say, "All right, I'm gonna get a ticket out of here with the same guy." Yeah. And at the end, yeah, let's overanalyze this. He says, "I'm new. What's up, everybody? I'm new." Yeah. Also good at making friends. He said he's in there with his best friend and his girl. Possibly that is new upon this arriving. Is, I I could see the the professor's red ink. <laughs> saying so what so so what so what so what do you know what the so what is yeah do you know what the so what is i don't that's, do you know what the so what is I'm, that's why i'm asking do you know <laughs> the so what is that the so what and to make it a more complete thesis is that these care i think he serves a purpose for the show mm. as these side characters as you know i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna move the so what yeah. onto our three uh, various party members or D and D pets. It. I like it. So the question isn't so what shit saying. Yeah, it's so what those characters. I see. Because as I, I was saying before, are they just these write-off characters? No depth. No. Yeah. Everybody, every person is unique. Even the most NPC person you can imagine in your life, they're not an NPC. They're a human being. They have depth, and we all do. And we all have something to tell, a story to tell. In our own way. And we have our own experiences. And you won't know until you've spent the time with that person. Did we expect to spend time with Chit saying, no, we didn't, but we did. And we learned a lot more than him. He knows grammar. This is like, if I was a TA grading these paper like this, I would feel so like soul sucked. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, uh, okay. You know what? You said the thing that needed to be said. B plus. I don't like it. B plus. All right. Well done. Well done. Okay, and your thesis? All right. Well, I'm talking shit, but I don't, I feel like I don't have anything better. Wait. So they who 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 are the people that escaped? It was Sokka's dad. 
Sokka's dad, Sokka, Sokka Zuko, Suki, and Ch- Zuko, and Chitsang. Okay. I was going to say something like, oh, the the Boiling Rock is the perfect prison because it involves all four elements. And the only reason that they were able to break out is because they had all four elements with them. But like they don't oh, have an airbender. They don't have an airbender. But they used air technology. They used air they used technology. Air. They used air to get in and out. To get in and out. Yeah, this is so bogus. Let's 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 stick with that. <laughs> this is so, so bogus. Say it again. So say forced, it again. So forced, but I want to. I want definitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is so forced, but definitively, I will say, the boiling rock is a perfect prison that can never be broken out of because it's so balanced. And we know that this show is all about balancing all the elements. You see, yes. the boiling rock is on Earth, but. Made of earth. Made of earth, but it's in like a basin of water that is boiling because of fire. That's three. And the only reason, the only way you can get in is through air. Air. That's all four, baby. (gasps) But the only reason that they were able to get out is because they have, what do they have? They have a fire nation people. They have a firebender. They have Sokka and Sokka's dad, water. They have Suki, an earth nation person. There's no air person, air but they have technology air technology to get in and out. The air, the air balloon, the war balloons. I like that. Cringe. I accept. <laughs> no, I, I accept. I accept. Cringe. <laughs> and with that, I want to bring us to our sponsor. I'm not going to say Haleakala National Park. Yeah. What do you got? Alcatraz Island, obviously. Uh, Alcatraz Island. I was going to say hot Visit pot. Alcatraz. <laughs> hot pot. Both. Hot pot karaoke. Have you been to Alcatraz? You I lived not, in San Francisco. You didn't go to while you lived there. You didn't go. I went to. I might have gone to there to get my uh, motorcycle license training, but it, 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 like on Alcatraz. Yeah, I think there's an island like uh, like a oh. baby island next to it. Yeah. Where when I lived in Oakland, I got like you 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 have to get like some sort of training before you get your motorcycle license. So yeah. I might have done it near there but I, i've never been to like the actual island i don't think then i have been when i was i'm gonna say in eighth grade i went there wow. when my sister went to college we went to alcatraz we mm. did the tour at that stage they i don't know if museums still have that but they have these little mp3 players mm. with those over-ear headphones mm. and then you go from point to point you say now they have play number 15 yeah oh really they just have, and then you just yeah you just listen to it on your phone now i get why they do that yeah that's better yeah I'm going to resist the temptation to say, no, it was better when I did it because of nostalgia, but that's not true. <laughs> and what a boomer. No, it's, it's not true. I'm, I'm against doing that. Visit Alcatraz. If you live in San Francisco, I haven't visited, consider it. You know, that, that's, I find that a lot is like people who live, when I was, I never went to Ellis Island when I lived in New York. Mm. I was there for five years. Yeah. Did you, have you ever been? No. I am an immigrant though. Right. I would not, I, not that that means <laughs> No, I don't. Th- I don't think so, actually. But that's what I mean. I feel like a lot of people who are from a city don't go yeah, you to don't like go the to main the, yeah, yeah, yeah. tourist attraction. Yeah, yeah. That because usually it's underwhelming. It is. But I, I found that a lot. But if you haven't, Alcatraz, I, I liked it as someone from California, but not from San Francisco Bay Area. And that's our show. So thank you everyone for listening yet again. We've got only a couple episodes left until the end of the season. A lot in there in the bank. I'm editing a lot of them. Yeah. I'm trying to catch up. And make sure to, if you're wherever you listen to this, 
Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Leave a review, leave a rating, tell us what you think, respond to the Q&A. We'd love to hear from you and we will see you next time. Peter, any words of wisdom? Sometimes everyone knows I'm in over my head, over my head. What song is it? With that? eight seconds left in overtime, I'm on your mind. <laughs> I still don't know the name of the song. I think it's Cable Cars. <laughs> okay. I'm going to listen to that as soon as this is done. But yeah. see you, everybody. See ya. <laughs>